so welcome to the first ever Fierce Motherhood podcast. I'm Jennifer Kramer. And I am Jennifer Seaton. We're the Jens. We're the Jens. And we wanted to start a podcast for all of the fierce women out there. Um, I am a mom of four. I have twin boys who are almost two. I have a daughter who is four and I have a stepson who is 12. I live in Florida and I also work for NASA and I have my own coaching business and we wanted to start a podcast. As soon as we met, we basically wanted to start this podcast, right, Jen? Right. We were fortunate to meet um, actually this year in January at a retreat um, in Orlando offered by one of our dynamic coaches. And at that time, Jen and I, we just hit it off and we declared. Yes. And so this is our first time, you know, trying to put this out here live. So we are just, ex- well, I'm just amazed that other folks are on here. This is so exciting. Uh, but a little bit about myself. I also live in Florida. I am in the Panhandle and I have two kids. I have two teenagers, a 15 year old and a 16 year old. And I am an OBGYN physician who stopped um, clinical practice about uh, two to three years ago. Um, I stopped because I needed to take my life back, live a life of balance, and just take care of Dr. Jen. And as um, Jen and I were, you know, talking at our retreat, we're like, there are so many moms who need to know that they can be a fierce mama in all aspects of their lives. And what was so important for us was because we're at different points in our lives. Like Jen has little ones and, you know, I'm approaching this period where my kids will be gone in two to three years. And so we just thought that we could come together and, you know, encourage other mamas out there to understand you can be um, a high achiever. You can, own everything in your career, own everything in your home life, but not sacrificing who you are and just live that fierce, um, authentic motherhood life. Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy because you and I have spent so much time investing in figuring out time and money, right, girl? Investing, (laughs) investing in how can we have it all? and not kill ourselves and how can we have it all and feel like we have a life of our own. And I I think, you know, you and I were talking the other day and I said, I, I don't want my journey. My mission is for, to be able to say that we taught young women, the tools to not wait till they're in their thirties or forties and fifties and look back and say, Oh my gosh, where did my life go? Or what do I do now? And I, so many women are are growing up thinking I have to be it all and do it all and I have to do everything and serve everyone else first. And 
you and I have spent a lot of time figuring out how to not let that derail us from having this beautiful life that we love, but still having a family and having a career and having all these other things. So I am stoked for this podcast. And the one thing that stuck out for me already this week is your post. Do you want to like I that post about you being a workhorse? Are you cool with sharing? Oh, yeah, because we need to talk about that because it's life. And honestly, like I was so I guess I was surprised, but not surprised at the feedback that so many other women, um, particularly high achieving women, experienced that same emotion and and same feeling and they were able to relate to that because I was really triggered. So um, basically um, I went away to a cheer competition this weekend. My daughter does all-star cheer. She does track. And so we were navigating track and cheer all on the same day, about three hours away. And it was a long day. I was also in a virtual um, retraining so I think we I woke up at like 6 a.m. and I didn't get to bed until like shortly after midnight. And that following day, she had to get up and be, she already also coaches other smaller cheerleaders. And she had to get to the um, performance hall like around, I think, 830 or something like that. So I was up at like six and my husband, who's extremely supportive and, you know, he really wasn't coming at this from a negative standpoint, but he saw how I was like up and moving. He was like, dang, Jen, you are like a workhorse. And when I heard that, like I was triggered, like I was ticked (laughs) off. I'm like, what do you mean I'm a workhorse? I don't want to be a workhorse. Like that's not what I want in my life. And, but you know, I had to reflect on, you know, my years of obtaining, you know, my medical degree, working in a private practice, how I was just always on the go and just constantly moving, never stopping to really take care of myself. And a lot of that, I think, was my coping mechanism. Like, and we all cope differently with our experiences and kind of sort of what we don't want to deal with. And my coping mechanism for most of my life, I've just been that busy bee, you know, just, you don't want to sit down because you don't want to really think about the underlying problem. Like you are, you're always finding a way to, to hide the issues and to cover it up. And for me, it was just always being busy. So it was just important for me to um, share how we don't have to be a workhorse we can create the life that we desire and not sacrifice all of who we are for everyone else in our family. Because at this point in my life, I want to work smarter, not harder. And mm. I, and it was my desire to encourage other um, moms out there, particularly those who are younger than me, just to make sure you, you know, balance yourself make sure you're do- you're not overdoing it you don't have to have this perfect life you don't have to be this perfect mom just let wow. things be sometimes you know so it was great that you kind of brought that up yeah it's, it's crazy in that that when you and I met we were oh you know I was talking to you about I had just been in this 
I just decided to compartmentalize my life. And that, and like you brought up, that was my cope, you know, just compartmentalize and be busy and go one thing to the next. And it was limiting me from just being myself. Right. All the time. you know, And it just that struggle of like, it's not possible. You know, you have to be one thing one day and one thing one hour. And it was just driving me insane. And, and when I left that retreat that you and I went to, it was just like holding that mirror up in front of me saying like, this is what you're doing. Your compartment, you, you're not being yourself all day long. You're being this version that we society has told us like, this is what you have to be. You have to be perfect at this and perfect at that, but they can't overlap. And, you know, the last few weeks I've just been like, how can I just be myself all day, every day? Right. And not put so much pressure on yourself to perform and just yeah. be. Yeah. My husband even said to me the other day, it's interesting you you just said that because my husband says, just because you're up and moving, why do I have to be up and moving? And at first, girl, oh my gosh. <laughs> at first you think, well, that's because you need to get up and do all the things. We have four kids up in here. And they're napping. The twins are napping. That means we need to be getting Busy. stuff done. <laughs> Get it done. Now is the time. <laughs> now is the time. And I was just like, you know what? I want to sit down too. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Do you know how many times I've had that conversation in in my marriage? We'll be married 23 years this summer. And <laughs> Do you know how many times I've said, look, get up and you got to help me. And his response was, Jen, just because, you know, you're moving doesn't mean I need to do that right now. But that's that's us as moms putting so much pressure on ourselves. We don't know how to sit down. It it always gets done. Exactly. Like I told like I think I was telling you that I took a week off. I was like, I'm just not going to think about doing laundry or think about cleaning like because not that it didn't get done right not that we didn't do any laundry and we're wearing dirty clothes but I didn't (laughs) go about my day thinking gotta get laundry gotta get lunches gotta get the house clean gotta get like that mindset of just constantly doing and just switching and saying I'm gonna do something different today I'm just not gonna think about that um, that's not going to be my focus of my whole day is if my floors are clean enough because Lord knows the twins will destroy them as soon as they eat dinner tonight and we'll be back in the same loop tomorrow and stuff I want to really do isn't getting done because I'm so worried about these floors and no one cares about the floors exactly and then you're tired when when mm-hmm. it comes down to focusing on what you want to accomplish and what you want to do well, this, at least this is my story, how I've experienced things. I have nothing else to give. So what I want to accomplish, what I want to do is put on a back burner because I've used and expounded so much energy towards stuff that really doesn't matter, you know, in yeah. the grand scheme of things, you know, the clothes are going to be okay. So what if they're, you know, piled up on, on the middle of the floor or wherever, like, it's okay. Like, again, it's just, we put so much pressure on ourselves to create this perfect atmosphere and this, you know, it took yeah. a while for me to kind of 
shift that mindset and understand that everything doesn't have to be perfect because, you know, as high achievers, type A people, like we just want everything boom, 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 boom in order. Yes. And it's yeah. not like that all the time. And so it's so, so, so that this is the nugget here is that there's probably moms listening to this thinking, okay, cool. It must be nice that you can say you're not going to work on your laundry, but it still has to get done. But for me, the nugget was when I started putting myself first all the time. And I think moms don't want to hear that, Jen. Moms don't want to hear yeah. that, that they need to put themselves before their children. I bet there there is a mom that will listen to this and be like, how dare they, you know, put themselves before their kids. But to me, it's like I grew up hearing my mom say it's God and then your marriage. But in my life, it has to be you. Like, it has to be me. I have to be first. And when I'm first, like you said about energy, the energy that I have left to give and how I show up and how I give that energy back to my family is because I'm putting myself first. It's that Absolutely. resentment that comes when you start putting yourself last and that need to be perfect and that need to get everything done and that need to make everybody else around you get up and go do what you think needs to be done because you're putting everybody else first before yourself. Absolutely, Jen. That is so key and such great advice because I tell you when you're putting everyone else first I mean we absolutely love our kids we love our spouses but I think what was revelation or knowledge for me as my kids began to get older and, and you know everyone says this you know the kids are going to leave like what's left like when they're gone are you going to realize who you are and know who you are what what's important to Jen what is Jen's purpose? What does Jen like to do? How does Jen want to change the world? If you stay in that action of just focusing on everyone else, you lose insight as to who you are. What makes you happy? Yeah. How are you going to take care of your body physically, emotionally, mentally? We have one body. We have to take care of this one body. We're responsible for that no one else. So that's, that's great advice. Yeah. And it's, I think, you know, you and I are on this journey and hope that we can share the things that we've learned so that our daughters aren't waiting till they're 36 or 40 or 45 to be like, wait a minute, I can be first. I can I can have everything that I want to have without giving to everybody else or, or being called selfish or, or being, you know, growing up when I was younger, I don't know if you heard this at work, but like, you know, the women who were in high powerful positions were bitches. Yeah. And they were probably letting their family go and they were putting work first I don't ever remember hearing anyone say that about the men in high positions. Of course not. That they, they weren't putting their family first or they were, you know, bitchy or, you know, too, too direct, you know, and, and I, I want our daughters to, I want my daughter to grow up thinking she can just be herself and she's first period. Absolutely. And, you know, as she, begins her journey 
to accomplishing whatever it is that she desires to do. Yes, you can take on the world. Nothing is off limits. Plus, just just make sure that you're taking care of yourself during that process and um, that journey. You're not sacrificing, you know, who you are on that journey. So, yeah. I'm here's to the journey. Yes, 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 yes. So we are just, we're so excited about this podcast and um, how it's just going to encourage so many moms out there to begin to make these changes when your babies are little, like when they're small, just don't sacrifice who you are, you know, as you're raising them, just keeping that balance between what's important for your own health and well-being as you're taking care of of your family. So we are excited about this journey. So tune back in and uh, this, yeah, this is our first one. So we're bringing it to you every week. Hopefully um, you follow us and join us and share all things motherhood with us and how we can have our best freaking life. All right. Thanks again. And we look forward to uh, you joining us in the future.